Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast. This is episode 103. This is entertainment. I'm Sean. Joined with me, we have Tony Katz. Yes. And Andy, I put my leg on the chair off-road. Yeah, I'm trying to get comfortable because this is going to be a uh, good show. <laughs> oh. So I need to be comfortable. Yeah, that's okay, there you go. Like yeah, that. you you listeners Maybe, uh, do, the, do the same, but don't put your leg up if you're driving. You know, well, not all of us can, it's Tony. And I can't put my leg up. But don't put your leg up if you're driving and listening to this. Please keep your foot unless you're unless you're not driving. Unless you're not driving. But I said if you're driving, keep your foot on the uh, on the brake if you're in California. Um, but a little bit of a business before we move on. Make sure you check out our sports pod. We have a happy hour pod coming out later in the week, which I think you guys will really enjoy. And uh, you're here for the entertainment pod. So let's get entertaining, shall we? Um, are you guys familiar with rappers, rap stars? It's a genre of music. Yeah, you know how they like to flaunt yes. and uh, not the ones I know have a lot of money around them. Well, have you guys ever heard of Young Dolph? Lundgren? Yeah, yeah. no, that's who I thought it'd be. Too. <laughs> wait, wait, what's his name again? Young Dolph. How do you spell that? Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> so Young Dolph was at a Young Cracker Dolph. Barrel and got robbed. Is that uh, really what happened? That was used wow. in the sentence, and that's what happened. Yeah, black uh, guy shouldn't go to Cracker Barrel. Everyone knows that. So the funny thing is, I read Crate and Barrel at first. Yeah. I thought he was shopping for, like, furniture. No, Cracker Barrel is like a restaurant it's, in the yeah, South. Yeah, it's food in the South. Uh, so this guy, Young Dolph, was yeah. eating at the uh, uh, one in Atlanta. And uh, he's a 33-year-old rapper from Memphis, Tennessee, by the way, which I feel like you don't have very many rappers from Tennessee, but nevertheless... Um, it's Memphis. It's different. Yeah. It was uh, – he was informed – this was a Wednesday, I believe, that uh, his r- custom camouflage-painted Mercedes-Benz SUV had been broken into. Now, I don't know about you guys. If someone breaks into my car, maybe they're going to get, like, a sweatshirt, a hat. They'd get so a lot wait, of water bottles. That camouflage me. didn't work? It didn't protect <laughs> no, they car. saw the car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, must not have been urban camouflage. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know they're gonna get some Arrowhead water bottles out of Tony's car, Andy's car. They're probably just gonna get dirty. My car was broken into not that long ago. Yeah, and no they just one took knows. The shit out. Yeah. And they're like, wait, there's nothing in here. And then wait, was it? Yeah. What really? was this? Well, it wasn't broken into because the door I don't lock. But someone definitely. <laughs> Hold went on, in why there. do you say the door I don't lock? It, it just. I mean, the remote is broken, so I don't like lock Yoda. it. Why don't you lock it? Because there's nothing in there worth stealing. Andy yeah. wants his car to be is stolen. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so someone actually went in there and emptied the glove compartment to look for something, and they just left it out on the front seat, and they didn't find anything to take. So. You know what would be funny? What if they felt so bad for you? Like, your little center console thing does not stay down. They're like, yeah. fuck, this guy's life's in a rut. That's a little spooky. And they Andy. leave you a note like, was I'm this, sorry. <laughs> was this in your neighborhood that you currently live in? Yes. Ooh. In the gated community. I know. Wow. And I'm well, always not if, worried about that. If but. I'm not mistaken... You always park in front of that one home that didn't you guys yeah. say is kind of like weird. Like people It was when I was parked on out. the side, though. But that might be easier because there's less people watching. Yeah, that's crazy, though, that somebody just opened How long it. ago was that? Yeah, how long ago was that? I don't know, three, four months ago. I don't oh. Know. Well, thanks for reporting that yeah, to yeah, the pod, Andy. Tell us this stuff. Jeez I, Louise. I told the relevant people. We're not relevant now, yeah, Tony. You hear that? We're not relevant. We don't live there. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Okay, well, let's go back to the uh, camouflage painted Mercedes-Benz. Thieves made off with a laundry list of items, mostly jewelry, Included in the uh, stolen items were a, I'm going to say all of this stuff, and I don't know what it is, but I'm, I'm including a dollar amount, uh, a Richard Milley watch, which is valued at about uh, $230 million, not million, $230,000. Oh my God, that's still ridiculous. Two what? diamond chains, one uh, 20, or $127 million and one is uh, $57 million. A Patek Philippe. What are you talking about? Million. I don't know why I'm saying. Okay, million. you're freaking me out. I'm like, what in the fuck is going on? Why did I steal this guy's? <laughs> I, it's been a long. It's been a long day. Okay, so let me try that again. Two chains, not the rapper, uh, but one of them was the fifty-seven thousand. Yeah, they stolen. stole two chains. They stole them. Uh, one of them was fifty-seven thousand. The other one was twenty-seven thousand dollars. A Patek Philippe watch, which is valued at about eighty-five thousand. Cartier sunglasses, twenty-four thousand dollars. A Glock handgun. Remember, he is a rapper. 
uh, a Pirelli backpack. I don't know. They don't have a cost. An iPad and a three thousand dollar MacBook. An iPad was in there after all that. Oh, yeah. not iPad. I'm thinking of an iPod. iPod. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I don't know who this guy is, but obviously all the jewelry part being stolen that sucks. But unless he's a true gangster and like dusted off the how how do the gangsters say it when they etch off the serial numbers on the on the gun on the gat. I don't know. Did... Well, if, unless he did that. Uh, he might be in trouble. Yeah. Because what if they go do something bad? Oh. That gun we'll belongs know. to him. We'll know. Oh, will we, Andy? Um, I just thought it was interesting. You know, these guys, all they do in their songs is say, like, I woke up in a new car. I've got more diamonds on, you know, my seat than you do in your life. What if it was insured? I don't know. These guys live in the fast lane, Andy. Oh. Do they have time to even get that all? Because insurance company would take quite a hit. That's a lot. Yes, they would. Probably put them on, out of business. There's a lot of risky lifestyles. Uh, Why does he have that stuff just sitting in a car? Exactly. Nevertheless, it sounds like this 33-year-old uh, Memphis, Tennessee rapper is doing quite all right for himself. Young Dolph, everybody. Maybe we start a GoFundMe for him so he can uh, we can replace some of these uh, yeah, what are those cherished items. You know, I'm sure that he knows ex- exactly what those two chains look like. Uh, but moving on. Let's get into some movie news because there wasn't a whole lot of other stuff I was going to get into today. Let's go into box office, shall we? Okay, great. How to well, Train Your Dragon? What, Andy? You made you made the decision. We didn't have any say in it. I asked you. No, you just went right into it. I said, "Shall we?" Yeah. Paused, and then you yawned. I believe you sleeping <laughs> on a floor in a kitchen again, Andy. I'm always uh, sleeping somewhere. Wow. What uh I think we played a game last week. Didn't oh, we? we'll get there. Um How to Train Your Dragon 2 or th- no, number 3. 30 million dollars, 91%. Tyler Perry's A Medea Family oh, Funeral. And we found out this is the last one, right? Yeah. Remember we heard that I, on I'm the I'm pretty the... sure. Now, I honestly I can't believe that uh until like the but like I think 10 now years it have makes gone sense by because it's the funeral. This yeah. is where it ends. Yeah, but it did 27 million dollars. So wow. maybe he's yeah. like, you know what? That's horrifying. I can't, I, I can't tell these fans no. Um, so uh, yeah, the funeral, Tyler Perry's. Now, if you guys recall, we did play the game, like Tony said. On this one? Yes, we did. Oh, oh, oh. So here we go. I'll, I'll go over the uh, numbers from last week. Andy, you gave it a seventeen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tony, you were a little too optimistic. Forty-four. I gave it a twenty-nine. I looked earlier uh, in the week, and also the weirdest part: this thing didn't still did not have a score like until like eight o'clock on Friday night. Yeah, because I don't think uh, I a thought lot they go- what the uh, movie review companies wanted to go see this. So. I thought those go live like day of at the latest. Well, they probably like you can come see the movie in advance, and they're like, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. Uh, Tyler Perry's A Medea fam- Family Funeral is, uh, in fact, rotten at 19%. Oh, Andy. Andy is too shy. Pretty good. Uh, but on Friday, when it first went live, the score was about a 38. Damn it. So, so uh, close. pretty Come close, on. Tony. Those are false numbers in the first place. Yeah, and they, they figure they usually go low or they go up or down, I guess. Only a the most bit. enthusiastic saw it. Yeah. And also, they I mean, enthused. I do. We then were introduced to like how the other ones have done. Yeah, after we five <laughs> and yeah. it was just it was bad. Uh, now, do you have to watch those ones to really understand this one? You think? I don't know. I don't think. I think if you do watch, you probably don't understand it. Well, I'm saying if you're a reviewer and like you give this one a bad review because you didn't see Medea's Boo Halloween or whatever it was called. If I was gonna ever see a Medea, it would have to be the Halloween one. <laughs> yeah, just because you want to watch a bad Halloween movie. Yes, I do too. Um, all right, moving on down that list. Congratulations, Andy. Thank you. Alita, Battle Angel, $7 million, 60%. Lego Movie 2, $6.7 million, 86%. Fighting with My Family, $5 million at 91%. Goes on down the list. Um, one thing that was kind of uh, different, Green Book, back in there. Uh, yeah. $4.8 million after winning Best Picture of all the pictures, 79%. Uh, I, th- I think it's been five or so years since a movie had made this kind of a comeback after winning uh, the best Oscar. What do you mean? Usually, like, they'll come back to theaters, but it'd only be, like, $3 million. Like, it yeah, made I'm another right. nearly $5 million bucks. People are into the Green Book. People like the Green Books. Um, I like the Green Mile. But we'll move on to uh, what's coming out this week. Some good stuff, Andy. 
Captain Marvel. There's only two things that I know of. Well, you knew this one a bit. Captain Marvel, yes. No score yet. Yeah, I think some people might be worried. That, is this like a bad Marvel movie? Like they haven't made a truly bad one. Now, could it happen now? You know how what I'm thinking right now already. Um, we're gonna want to play the game on this, and I'll tell you what. Just right now, thinking like spitballing, I have no goddamn idea because I don't know what a Marvel movie gets. I feel like it gets pretty high. At least I'm thinking Avengers would. Uh, what what's a low rated Marvel movie like The Hulk or something? Thor two. Thor two, and what would it be like a thirty eight? No, I don't think they've ever had a movie. Um, I think I think the 50? Hulk is the only one that was rotten in their entire history. And where does rotten start? 60? 60. So 59 is rotten, 60 is fresh. Wow. Okay, so it's going to be high, but how low on the high scale is I it? I shouldn't give you any more. If this is a competition, I shouldn't <laughs> give you any more yeah. clues. Uh, well, I mean, Tony, do you? would you have a clue? I mean, I would just guess. Yeah, I th- I'm, this is for all a of us. A friend of mine it. plays uh, Captain Marvel at Disneyland right now, so... There you go. I'll just base it off of knowing her, <laughs> so I'll give it a zero. Oh, wow. That's uh, reassuring. Hold on, punch all these up. So, obviously, this is uh, Brie Larson's movie. I, I've seen a trailer for it, I think. She's yeah, supposed to be de-aged uh, Sam Jackson. Yeah, she's supposed to be the most powerful person of all the Marvel people, right? I mean, up there. Up there. I think the Hulk is most powerful. Well, okay. Just never What's her out. super ability? Um, she got like infused with some other alien DNA and it's like a half alien who they can like shoot beams and shit. She can shoot beams and fly. And fly. She's like Superman. Okay. Probably not as strong. I don't know. Does she hook up with Superman? Um, well, that'd be impossible because they're in different universes. <laughs> you say that like I should know that. Why is oh is that a different there? Was he DC? Yes. Okay. Superman can, like, hook up with Aquaman if they wanted to. You would like that, Andy. Yeah. Would it be under the water or above? I mean, they could probably both, you know, <laughs> visit each other's houses. They what? Houses? Super- Superman, I think, can survive underwater, just as Sup- not crypt- kryptonite water. I don't think Superman needs to breathe. No, he just he needs go to... into space. Well, he does need the sun. The sun gives him his strength. So, so underwater, the sun... there's no sun underwater if I know well, correctly. the deeper you go. But the sun can get through, right? Yeah. yeah, if he goes to all the way down to the bottom of the ocean. Well, where's Aquaman's house in the ocean? I don't know, somewhere. In Great Barrier Reef. Yeah. <laughs> like in a pineapple. Well, I think it's called Atlantis, so maybe it's in Greek. He Greece. lives in Atlanta? Atlantis. Oh. Also, I forget, can Aquaman, can he cruise pretty quick? I mean, what? Like in the water, does he go like really fast? Yeah, I think he has like, he makes turbines out of his fucking arms or something. Or does he like fly? You could say it's like flying. When he's I thought underwater. he f- like f- kind of does that move like a dolphin, where it goes up and out of the water. Yeah, I think he does, but he <laughs> goes pretty fast. Like, I never saw Aquaman. <laughs> I I didn't either, but I saw that. I've seen cartoons of it. That bit where he is he in Wonder Woman. He's in the Batman v Superman. Okay, that one in Justice League. Yeah, and he <laughs> he's up in like Iceland or something, and someone's trying to you know get the band back together or some dumb line, and he's wearing a really cool old leather jacket, and oh, he just yeah. tosses that aside. And then he's got these scales tattooed on him because he's a fish. And then he just does that move where like just kicks his legs and he fl- flies away off on the water. It was pretty oh, yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, he did that to Ben Affleck. It was very rude. I remember that. Like he got him all wet. Yeah, that's mean. All right, well back to <laughs> Captain Marvel, Brie Larson. Uh, this is directed and written by uh, Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck. Mm-hmm. Now uh, written by also adds Geneva Robertson Dwart. Dorit. Doesn't matter. Why would I know? I don't know. You should, though. Uh, now, bear in mind, this does have Ben Mendelsohn. I feel yeah. like you like him, Andy. I watched some Ben Mendelsohn this weekend. I bet you did. All right. I'll, I'll go first if you guys are ready. You have your numbers? Yeah. Yes. Terrific. I'm uh, I'm confident. I'm not a lot of confident, but I'm a little bit of confident, and I'm giving this movie a 71. It's a woman superhero. They can't bash it. What? I got. I had that same number. Are you shitting me, Andy? Yeah, you're seventy-one and a half. It's the way the game was played. God damn it! We'll have to split credits. I do have a number already, also. If you say seventy-one, Tony, no, I know. I, my number that I had was sixty-six. Sixty-six. All right. Because I feel like I'm very confident I win. Then at least I tie. Well, think about it this way. Wait, if did it you was say seventy-one and a half. No. no, there's no halves. <laughs> if if it was higher, they would already have a score, right? Maybe. 
don't say it like that, Andy. Andy's always on the inside. Um, I just don't think I don't think they can bash this. This is like a any movie with Oprah. Like they have to like, oh yeah, this is this is good stuff. But it might not be that great. But it won't be bad. Seventy one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll we'll look forward to seeing what that number comes and watch it just be like eighty nine, one hundred and two. Yeah, that would not surprise me. Well, 102 would, because that's impossible. Nothing's 89 impossible. wouldn't, because Brie Larson's actually, you know, good. It is weird to, to think, though, that she's come from 21 Jump Street. Yeah. All the way she did Room. Yeah, I mean, she's done a bunch of indie movies, won an Oscar. She won an Oscar. Good career, and she's, just, like, probably 30 or something. I know, it's crazy. But anyway, uh, next on down the list, Triple Frontier. Yes. No score yet, either. This, of course, is uh, a movie starring none other than Ben Affleck, Oscar Isaac, Charlie Hunnam, Pedro Pascal. This is a lot of people that I enjoy. Garrett Hedlund? Yeah. I think he's a person. Um, He definitely is. J.C. Chandor, written and directed by Mm -hmm. Netflix movie. Yep. So, uh, Andy, take it away about this. Yeah, I like uh, his last movie, J.C. Trendor's last movie. Um, wow, why am I blanking on it? A Most Violent Year. It was with Oscar Isaac. Kind of a guy what getting involved. What is an Oscar Isaac? He's an actor. He's been in plenty of movies, and he's very good. It just doesn't seem him. like that should be the name. Yeah, it's a strange name. I don't know if it's real or not. Imagine if you had to read that, and it was one of those things where they put the last name first with the comma. Yeah. You wouldn't know. Oh, yeah. You just say Isaac Oscar. Yeah. You'd have no idea. Your your brain wouldn't even register that. Because they're both perfectly fine either way. Are they? And you just can't. Yeah, he's, uh, he's got a movie coming out this year called The Addams Family, Tony. You hear that? I don't know if that's real. Oh, that's... it's real, baby. I haven't heard anything about that. He is plays Gomez Adams. I know who, who that is. Addams Family with two Ds, though. That's, that's how, how it's how always spell. been. <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> Or else it'd be about the president. <laughs> Got Char- uh, Charlize Theron, <laughs> Chloe Grace Moritz. Wait, who's playing uh, Gomez? You said uh, Oscar Isaac. Isaac Oscar. Who the fuck is that? Finn Wolfhart from Ooh, Stranger Finn. Things. Yeah, oh yeah, I was just yeah. saying. I can kind of see the cast here. So that means he's ben, gonna play the ben little Midler. boy. Who's playing Thing? George Costanza. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, not listed, but. Uh, <laughs> not listen. It was a fucking hand. <laughs> Hold on, we're get, well, let's go back. What uh, who's playing Wednesday? Does it say? God, Tony, I'm off the page. I don't know. Wednesday? Yeah, the daughter. I don't know these names. She's too like well. the morbid, morbid yeah. daughter. Uh, that's Chloe Grace Moritz well, from like, like, she's like she's uh, little, she's Kick Ass. Old. I think she's a little oh, old. She oh. just turned like 23. I think she's oh, that's still perfect, so young. Man. Wednesday could be anybody. I guess those other movies they were like more kids though, and that's why I'm thinking. But Finn Wolfhard's already like the Adams Family's actually 16, on Netflix so. right now. This uh, comes out October 11th. This year? Yep. Ooh, I'm sure it's not that spooky, but maybe a little. And yeah, they're, they're not scary. They're just like they're weird. Is there already a trailer for it? No. I don't think it's real yet. So it's real, Andy. Who's directing it? God, I keep getting off the page, Andy. You're <laughs> killing me. Give me Conrad a Vernon and Greg Tierman. Tiernan. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. They're comedy guys. Written by Pamela Petler Well, the movie is more funny Matt than... Lieberman. It's I mean, what they call like legit, dark comedy. Those are like legit comedy guys. Andy, Matt Lieberman also. Yeah. I don't so, know, but... You don't know Matt Lieberman? No. Are you sure? Isn't he a podcast guy? <laughs> I don't know. Everyone has a podcast. We're a podcast, guys. Yeah, that's why yeah, I, you got to support. Uh, last movie he was in, he sc- was a screenwriter for Short Circuit. No score yet from Short, short Circuit from the fucking 80s? Short Circuit 2013. Okay. Uh, from the regular 80s. 91 audience score. All right. Beloved 80s uh, hit Short Circuit is resurrected. Oh, so yeah, it was from the fucking 80s. Told you. You don't have to swear. Where, like, uh, I think it's Matthew Broderick has a robot or something? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Triple Frontier coming out on Netflix soon. Yeah. Great cast. Good and to see Matt Affleck out there, even though he's an alcoholic or something. I don't I know. I think he's back and he's better again yeah. or something. Uh, not Disney's The Kid. Are they just big enough yeah. that they can just take over a title? Uh, this is a drama western, R for Violence, and it stars... It's not Disney's that R That's for Violence. That's why I said not Disney's okay. The Kid. That was not a good movie. I don't remember. I don't remember it. I feel like it wasn't. Adam Baldwin. Remember. Yes. You know, I just learned he was a Baldwin. He's the guy in uh, 
He's not a Baldwin, though. He's That's just a coincidence? Yeah. Oh. Well, that's not as cool, then. He was in um, Independence Day. Yes. He was, uh, like, a Marine or something. Who was? Adam Baldwin. No oh. relation to the Baldwin family. There's a that. billion Baldwins. How can he not be related to him somehow? I mean, maybe. Hmm. Doesn't there look like him at all, like the other ones. All of them kind of Doug look Doug Baldwin. Not Billy, related. Uh, at all. Robert. Um, Jake, yeah. Uh, it also has... Uh, Dane DeHaan, which I believe is in It, and he what? is Billy the Kid. He's in It. Isn't he the kid in It with the uh, the stutter? No. Are you sure? It even says with... specifically in his Wikipedia, Baldwin is not related to okay. Baldwin Brothers. <laughs> Thank you for looking that up. Yeah, I would never have guessed that. I would just assume. And no, I do not think this kid is in that because I guess he's not. He's gonna have to be a little That's older. That's like he was the Green Goblin in the Spider-Man's that no one he's saw. William Defoe. No, he was not oh. William Defoe. But he was okay. he was the he wasn't even that Green Goblin. He was um that son, the James Franco character. Blue Goblin. And this also stars uh, Ethan Hawke. Yeah, everyone knows he's good. So this is Training Day of the Wild West. They needed cops back then. I guess more than they do now. Um, again, no uh, no score on it. Gloria Bell, one hundred percent. That can't be a, a real movie then. Documentary. Yeah, it stars uh, Julianne Moore. Then that's and not a documentary. It's written but... and directed by uh, Sebastian Lillo. These French guys. Free spirited divorcee who spends her days at a straight laced office job and her nights on the dance floor, joyfully letting loose <laughs> Tony at the clubs around Los Angeles after oh, meeting Arnold, John Turturro, on a night out. Oh. She finds herself thrust into an ex- unexpected new romance. Filled with that's a good uh, big the, Lebowski reunion right there. Filled with like the both of uh, the joys of budding love and the compa- uh, complications. I can't speak complications of dating, identity, and family. Michael Sarah's in this. Brad Garrett, yeah. Rita Wilson, and Sean Austin. I'm into that. Yeah. Sounds sounds nice. Sounds like a lovely movie. Honestly. Wow. Watch it with your parents. And it has a hundred percent. I haven't seen Brad Garrett in anything. He's in some new show that I watched. Show, I believe that. Um, And then I'm Not Here, which is not a Bob Dylan movie, right? No. I think we talked about this. Looks very weird. Uh, J.K. Simmons, not rated. Michelle uh, Schumacher. Tony Cummings. Steve is haunted by his past. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I can't scroll. Sebastian Stan. I like him. Mika Monroe. Max Greenfield and Mandy Moore. Oh, boy. Not rated. Rubber Tree Productions. I have no faith in that. But you never know. All right. Uh, We do have some more movie news, uh, one of which uh, Bad Boy from Beverly Hills 90210, Mr. Luke Perry, dead at age 52, died today. He had a stroke, I believe, on Friday. Yeah. And uh, they put him into an induced coma either yesterday or today. And uh, I think as of a couple of hours ago, as we were recording this, it was announced. And literally, I think Friday or Thursday of last week, was they had signed the paperwork to uh, do the reboot of yeah. 90210. Where, if I read correctly, it's in the 80s. No, it's not in the 80s. What? The show took place in present day. Yeah. And it was in the 90s. Uh, I, I don't <laughs> I'm thinking of a different story. But yeah, so I don't know how they're gonna do that anymore. Um, well, he also he, he left the show pretty early, anyways. Oh, so it's not like they never did it without him. So, well, here you go. The, his last credit is going to be "Once Upon a Time in Hollywood." Yes, I did see that. Scott That's, Lancer. You know, neat. Got to be like he. I mean, he was out of you know Hollywood, not all the way out of Hollywood, but not really doing much. Uh, he's been in the Riverdale show. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Past couple of years, and uh, so Tarantino casted him. That's kind of a, a cool career achievement, and it's pretty sad he's not going to ever see, you know, yeah, the, the movie. But it's you know, I don't think that's what uh, people should be worried about. It's sad when you hear a guy's only fifty-two. Yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah, but that'll be sad. Yeah, I know my sister will be very sad because I mean she. Yeah, he's a huge 90210 fan. Um, we were even talking about the uh, reboot here that they're doing, and uh, she also likes Riverdale, so it's like she must be a fan of him. 
I haven't seen either. I never watched uh, Beverly Hills 90210, but my sisters, one of my sisters liked it. Uh, but moving on, another story. Uh, Will Smith has uh, officially backed out of, say it, Andy? Suicide they, Squad. They, oh, he can't do it. He can't, he can't say it. That's hard. Um, I, uh, I get it. Didn't that movie bomb? He already got no. to hook up with Margot Robbie. It got uh, horrible reviews, and if you watched it, you understand why. But it actually made a ton of money because well, people love, people fucking love Will Smith. Like everyone watched that Bright movie and it looked terrible. I didn't. Well, I didn't. I saw it. like nine minutes of it. Yeah. Uh, uh, my roommate was watching, and I, I was like, this looks god awful. Yeah. So just Will Smith knows that he's valuable, and I think he's like, why do I want to make that? Yeah, he doesn't want to continue to hurt his name. Although I did see that. Um, James Gunn, the Guardians of the Galaxy guy, is supposed to be making the sequel after he got fired from Marvel Ooh. for making inappropriate jokes. Ooh. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that, there's no reason to position Will Smith's character as, like, the main character for that, the Suicide Squad, but I don't know. That movie didn't make any sense. and Yeah. It doesn't surprise me if Will Smith could have got out of it that he has. I uh, I started it. But I never finished the the movie, the first yeah, one. I mean, for your sake, you could probably just watch a clip of Margot Robbie's scenes because you probably just want to see her. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I'm sure. Um, I think she's even don't she's doing her own spinoff movie though. Yeah, I think I'd heard about that. Yeah, she so. should. So um, she actually did a good job from what it looked like being a crazy. Yeah, person. she was. She was okay. I it think wasn't... she did a good job. Okay. Yeah, she probably did a good job. I never saw it. But the whole thing. Okay. I was just saying more like just being crazy. I'm not saying like her whole performance. Yeah. Mm, I great. liked her her bit and she was great in the big short. Yeah. A very <laughs> small role. In case you don't understand, here's Margot Robbie in a bubble bath. Yeah. Uh, I mean they know what they they know what the people like. How uh, much okay. For that little scene, how much do you think she got paid for that? Cuz she's like in a bubble bath, she's scale. naked. Well, you know, she could be in a skin suit. A scale? We're all in skin suits, aren't yeah. we? Yeah. Shut your face, Andy. The dumbest thing I've ever heard, Sean. <laughs> no, they wear the things. <laughs> Basically, like about pasty. It's it's flesh colored. But I feel like if she's in the bathtub, they're gonna be like just be naked. Yeah, but maybe yeah. so she doesn't. When she gets out, she's not nude in front of a set. Well, the bubbles will stay on for a little bit. Oh, they'll stay on. Everybody, yeah. turn around. You got yeah. it, Margo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Don't mind me. I'm putting this mirror here. <laughs> it, it has no reflection. I definitely can't see that freckle underneath your nipple. Um. I went too far. Yeah, can you imagine if Joe actually ever did get a job in like a set? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that it'd be like that scene, uh, Entourage, where they're filming Medellin, and he tells him like, "Get these guys off the set. They gotta go." Oh, yeah, you can't be here. <laughs> We're fil- it needs to be quiet. <laughs> he'd just what? he'd be walking with a bowl of ice cream and he'd just walk into a light or something and knock <laughs> it over. <laughs> uh, but we'll see how that that's gonna shape Suicide Squad two. Suicide that, that whole, The whole DC universe is all fucked. Oh, boy. Everyone's quit. Superman quit. Batman quit. Now Deadshot has quit. <clears throat> you say it like mm. we know that's his name. Well, I mean, that's why I said Deadshot is not a very important character in the DC universe, yet he's clearly the biggest star in any of those movies. So it's like, why? Because he's the genie now. Yeah. He's got bigger things why. to do. They're going to make, after the this Aladdin, Aladdin and the Bad Boys, the Prince eight. of Thieves. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> What happened? <laughs> Almost spilled my truly. Tony, you have tremendous balance. Uh, listeners at home, he's uh, balancing his. I don't. What do you even call that? Like a sparkling alcoholic beverage? Yes. Uh, on his spiked hand spiked. in his pocket on his pants. <laughs> it's spiked uh, sparkling water, pretty much. Yeah, it's all the rage these days. It was They're funny though, good. actually, because uh, yeah, they are only uh, I think five percent. One gram of sugar. 100 calories and only 5%. And it was funny because uh, last night we were drinking these. Those over at actually at Andy's house and two of his roommates, uh, one of them came into the uh, my buddy's room and wanted to get one. She's like reading that she comes back like she gets one. She comes back like 10 minutes later and she's like, these are really good and they're good for you. <laughs> and I, oh, boy. I laughed and I was like, yeah, you're right. There. It's the alcohol that's good for you. <laughs> And she was just kind of like, you know what I mean. But it and was just funny the way she said it, like, oh, and they're good I for you. I drink six of them every day. <laughs> Get you drunk, and they're good for you. Start the morning <laughs> off with a, one of those drinks. Uh, 
All right, well, do we want to move on, Andy? you have anything else to add before we get into what we're watching? No, let's move on. To what we're watching? Yes. Okay. All right, well, one of you guys want to take the lead on here? All right, so... Oh, Andy, pulling up a, a, a I scroll. Yes, I was sick Jesus. last week, and I watched a bunch of things, so I'm going to give you the option. I'm not going to talk about all of them. Good. Give you your top so, three. Well, I'm going to give, you, give you the movies that I did watch, and you can tell me. I'm going to talk a tiny bit about Bohemian Rhapsody because I watched it, and you already oh. watched it. Wait, did I talk about that last week yes. on here? Okay. Yes. But the movies I watched, A Star is Born, Ooh. Bohemian Rhapsody, oh boy. Old Man and the Gun, Wait, what? Green Book, Jesus. Okay. and The Front Runner. Do, Do Green Book. Okay, how many movies is that total? That is... Did you say four or five? That's five. I would say Green Book, and then you can pick one other. But I would I like to hear about A Star is Born, if I'm being okay. honest. And then also do a bit on Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I was going to say you could yeah. do the other two. I'll do three. Save. There you go. <laughs> save. Because, yeah, I would be curious to know what you thought versus my yeah. uh, critique. So uh, why don't I just start off with uh, Bohemian Rhapsody? Do it. So Sean watched it. Yeah, when did you guys watch that? I watched that Oscar Sunday night. So we have Sounds had a like podcast since. Yeah, yeah, I think I talked about it. Yeah, so I mean, you said it's it's fine. It's not like say it shouldn't be an Oscar nominee at all. It's decently made, but it's so formulaic. I, I joked to him that the very beginning, um, where it, it starts like at the end, like the the final performance of the movie, the beginning is them about to, to do it, and that's the, exactly the setup of a uh, Walk Hard, yeah. which is making fun of how formulaic Story these music. Movies are, and it it really is the the same thing of like okay, well they start and then they have a hit song and they get more popular, well, and then they get more popular and then they start to go weird and then there's usually drugs and then a breakup and then they have to get back together and Andy, it's like say the line, what Dewey Cox needs, yeah so <laughs> Dewey Cox needs to think about his whole life before he performs, which is exactly how it was so yeah it so was Fred, exa- Freddie Mercury needs about to that. remember everything that happened to Queen before. He did Live Aid, and that's kind of how he has to get to the up. show two hours early for, just for that. Yeah. So just, I I think that's what the band wanted, was like, oh, just do do it like they do all the other ones, because it wasn't even fully true. I mean, one of the, one of the big red flags was when, like, it's supposed to be, like, 1975, and there was a song, like, I think this was one of their later songs, and I looked it up, like, yeah, that song wasn't out until 1979. Ooh, and I don't get like, how you can fuck that kind of stuff up. I mean, they just they knew it was a big Queen song, and like they needed. Yeah, they do. They it. wanted to play. A, yeah, they do it because there's there's more people out there that are not like Andy and wouldn't think to like have the knowledge that he yeah. does to be like. And it wasn't even a huge a difference. What song was it? I believe. Oh shit! I don't even remember. Now. We are the champions. No, it wasn't. Don't stop me now. No, fat girls on a bicycle or whatever it was called. What? I wouldn't think it's that one. Yeah, fat, fat bottom, bottom girls. Girl. I think it was there that one. Go. Fat girls on a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> what? Classic. Um, Who could forget such yeah. shits? <laughs> Queen's greatest no, I, song, I, Fat Girls on a Bicycle. Like, I liked how they did, um, how they explained We Will Rock You, I don't know if that's even how it came to be. But the whole thing of, like, the band faced problems. Of course they had problems, but then it's like, spoiler, there's the scene where, well, now I need to go solo. And, like, in reality, all of the members put out solo albums, but they never actually broke up, and they pretty much put an al- out an album every two years and toured all the time. So there was never like this dramatic breakup or anything that they had to do in the movie. Just because that's how it always works in these movies. Is how, In order to have the big comeback show, there needs to be some falling out. And then, was he banging his manager? Uh, I don't know if that was real. That, g- that guy at the end was real. Yeah. But that, he didn't meet him that, at like, the party. Scottish guy or something. Yeah. It, said, like, it wasn't just a random... He wasn't his waiter. or something different. But, hmm. but yeah, just... Things like, so it wasn't like wild. It's also very, some people didn't like, I I saw this relation too. So I didn't know his whole history of like, well, he was, he wasn't married, but he was with this woman. And it's like, I didn't think he was ever not gay. I thought he was always openly gay, but that's just because. Mm, I knew that part. What, what, you know, what we know about him is like, oh, this, you know, flamboyant, you know, great performer. But like, oh no, he was you know, had this girlfriend and everything. But once once that was over and he came to terms with his sexuality, then he became the party guy when he wasn't before and it was just kinda like yeah, it was a little insensitive. 
where it's like, oh, well, now he knows he's gay, so he's, now he's going to turn to drugs and become an asshole. And it was like a, it's kind of a weird relationship. I don't think they really uh, saw what they were doing there. But it was, yeah, just very much following the formula of a band movie. It's like it's a good thing the music is fine. Yeah, everybody I've talked to that's seen it, it's either been like uh, it was okay, or people have like really, really liked it. Like I saw someone actually had a post on their Instagram today that had it again and said like, "This is the greatest movie ever." I mean, it's fun. Like, there's you get to watch them make music. And yeah, it was a good story, but it was kind of. Is it like on demand now or something? You could yeah. rent it. I was gonna it, say I might rent it at home because I don't. If it's only a couple bucks, I don't know how much it usually is. Six or seven bucks. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll go to the next next one here. Um, we'll stick with the subject of music. A Star is Born. Oh. Um, a different type of music movie. Not based on anyone real, but uh, I guess you could say inspired by some stories. Uh, it's, a, it's a remake of a remake of a remake. I guess the original's from like the 30s. But it's the same premise. This older, successful musician finds a young, um, struggling artist, young woman. They fall in love, and he kind of helps put her out there, and um, she becomes a bigger. Really quick, star. you weren't kidding. So this originally was made in 1937. Yeah. With Janet Gaynor, and then uh, went on to be remade in 1954. Judy Garland, and Ooh, then again in, in 1976, Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Gary Busey. And then there's even there's even like another one that's not called The Star is Born, but is basically the same premise. Star is Born Encore, 2019. <laughs> um, but this one is Bradley Cooper. He's a, a country musician, and he plays like a style of country that I enjoy, but I know he would not be as popular as they make him out to be if that's the <laughs> style of music he plays. Oh, is this supposed to be like modern day also? Yeah. Oh, then yeah. No. Um and then uh, Lady Gaga is the uh, the girl he discovers, and the movie I think was just God, I think it got nominated for Best Picture and it did. But it he was, did not was a get phenomenon. Best Director. No, and it you know made a bunch of money. It was very uneven. I don't know what it was trying to tell. Um, I never bought their love story when I first heard Bradley Cooper's voice, and I was just like, he just sounds like he's doing a dumb like Sam Elliott impression and then I forgot yeah, that Sam no, Elliott plays oh, his brother in this movie it's it's actually funny you say <laughs> that because on the soundtrack I actually was like listening to a couple songs and one clip on the record is just his voice talking for like eight seconds to her like it's almost like they clipped out a movie scene yeah they do and that on soundtracks when he did that his voice was like you could tell he was trying really hard to do like a really really deep voice and it, like I thought the same thing I was like geez he sounds like Sam Elliott or something. It's funny because yeah. Sam Elliott is in that. The, the yeah, that's a, it's kind of a plot point, too, of, like, why. So he is, like, trying to copy that voice. But it is, like, what? why, isn't, why don't you just sound normal, Bradley? Like, we, we, we all know what you sound like. Um, but, like, I didn't buy their love story. I, don't, I didn't think Bradley Cooper's character was interesting at all or, like, worthy of, like, I guess because he's famous. But it's, like, he's not famous to us. So I'm not buying that, like, this girl would fall in love when he, like, is kind of a shit person. So he's, he's never, he was never likable, and so, like, the... Yeah, like, isn't he, like, a big alcoholic in the movie and well, stuff? Yeah, so, like, the kind of, like, tragedy of, oh, and his struggles is, like, doesn't mean anything, and the whole time it's, like, I don't know. Why why did uh, the Lady Gaga's, Gaga's character even stay after? But, like, so are we supposed to believe that she only stayed with him because he was famous and that helped her career but then there was the whole part where of course her career takes off and he's a little jealous and critical but then i was like i actually agree with his criticism like well what is what is the point of this because it's like there's early on like a scene where he said like it's not about your talent it's about what you have to say which is supposed to be like a criticism of the type of pop music that lady gaga performs in her real life of like so people always love those songs. They're fun to dance to, but ultimately they're meaningless. I think that. Yeah, no, I know. She's so got one like, song that I enjoy called Alejandro that is very meaningless, but it's fun to. So it's like it seemed to. like that's that was the perspective of his character, but then it's like, was he wrong? And it's like I, I don't know. and then it's just the whole way it ends was just like, what the f what what the fuck was that? What was, about Dave Chappelle? How was he? 
it was one scene. Ah. And then also... He's he, a fourth person, he takes fifth him, person He takes him, oh, you, well, you can go to my cousin who's Eddie Griffin. And I'm like, oh, shit. Bradley Cooper just really loved black comedy in 1999. And yeah. he's like, I want these guys in my movie. Where's Martin Lawrence at? Yeah. It's too big of a get. No. But, yeah, I mean, uh, like, other than the fact that I kind of liked the music, I didn't like the movie. Disappointing. But it could have been just because I didn't like Lady Gaga coming into it so and what's that all last right. one all right green book a movie <laughs> that i liked better than that maybe uh never mind so um <laughs> you know green book won best picture but it has like a lot of controversy tied oh, it to did? it well i don't think it was the favorite to win best picture i think roma was it, it, yeah it wasn't but so a lot of people criticize well green book won because old white people like movies about racism that are like pleasant because this was like, this was uh, the premise is um, this black uh, musician, classical musician, hires this uh, you know Italian guy who's not in the mob but you know still kind of a a tough guy. He's a bouncer at a club, hires him to uh, chauffeur him and also kind of be like a bodyguard to him while he tours the South. And so there's a lot of you see a lot of the you know racism of the South and it's like but in the end it's really a nice movie about two people from different backgrounds that learn to get along and help each other out and it's just very like sweet and pleasant and it's like well but it's with the backdrop of horrible racism and it's not really like taking that as serious as people want but I think in the end people just they're never going to be happy so like there's nothing wrong with this movie it was it was nice just a fun movie to watch and it's a it was directed by one of the Fairley brothers, and they Which made good. my mind. They made good road trip movies. Dumb and Dumber, Kingpin. That's, yeah, that's true. Uh, even me, myself, and Irene had a lot of driving in there. That's that's very they're good true, at that. actually. They're, they're so well, there. It's only one of them. It's only one, but I'm saying it's or just it's it's a nice little ride, and it's like, well, <laughs> you want more than that? There's pardon, also pardon the pun, Andy. Yeah, it's also hard. I know there's one scene that said even the the. The, one of the Fairley brothers, I think it's Peter, um, was worried about putting the, the scene in the movie and even like asked, he said he asked Octavia Spencer, the actress, he actually asked her, he knows her, he asked her to come in and kind of like look at the movie, see if it was gonna, people were going to be mad about about it, and she said no, but it was a scene where um, Viggo Mortensen, who's who's the main character here, he's the, uh, the chauffeur, he buys a bucket of fried chicken just for, for himself because he loved to eat, but then he offered it to, you know, his employer, the black guy who'd never had fried chicken. So it's a kind of a joke. Oh, and he's like, don't your people love this stuff? And like, how could you never have fried chicken? And it was kind of like the guy's not being racist, but he's still saying like, Hey, I thought you guys liked fried chicken. And it's like, well, that's inappropriate, but it's also, this was 1962. What do, what do you expect from people? <laughs> and fried chicken is delicious. And, the guy ended up he was too fancy to ever try fried chicken in his life before but he got this working class this working class guy got him to finally try it and realize that fried chicken's delicious so it was in the movie yeah okay and it's like why was that so they knew that's like oh people are probably gonna be this offended shows by shows you where we're at right now it's like it was a funny little scene and yeah that's the thing it had a lot of decently funny moments so it wasn't as like serious as people would well, want like to Vigo. Be. Yeah, no, he was great, and Mahershala Ali did win an Oscar for his portrayal as the uh, musician here. He was great, right. and just it's just a nice movie. And you cool. can see why old white people like it. Yeah. So. Well, if you like it, I get it. Yeah. You're an old white person. Mm-hmm. All right, Tony, uh, what have you been watching? So there's only like two things, and I'll uh, go quick. One Actually, of them. Actually, can I go first, and then we close with yours? Because I think I know what you're going to be talking about. I'll just say the one other thing really quick, because okay. it's very quick. I just all it was is I started uh, Shit's Creek, <laughs> yeah, which I'd never seen, but I enjoy it so far. Yeah, have Eugene, you guys seen Eugene it? Eugene Levy. I know, yeah. I know what it is. I never watched it though. I, so I, I, a buddy of mine had it on his Instagram, and I had always because I've always been kind of looking for new things to watch because I'm always like we all know how I am on Netflix. I go through it, can't find anything, and I end up watching The Simpsons. And then if it's a Wednesday night when The Simpsons aren't playing, I'm just totally fucked. So I decide, <laughs> okay, I'll start something new. So. I watched the first like three episodes, and I've I enjoy it so far. It's just it's actually pretty funny because it's like this very very rich family that goes broke, and then they live in a town that I guess he bought as a joke 
a long time ago, and that's oh, the only wow. thing that actually kind of saved them was like, well, you're allowed to live there, I guess, because you technically own the town. <laughs> so they are there, and then like his son is this gay guy, but he's like really funny, and he's like very like one of those guys that's like very like don't touch me, don't like I got to be clean the whole time, like my hair, my this and that. But he's really funny, and then obviously Eugene Levy just does he do anything wrong? No. No. My favorite thing with him in American Pie was always when he's like, "Oh yeah, your uncle used to beat it like six to eight times a day." He's like, "You know, it's like throwing a tennis ball. You can throw it against the wall. It can be fun. It can be fun. But don't you want someone to throw it back to you?" I don't know why I always just very much enjoyed that that uh, that line he had, but. uh, Anyway, yeah, Sean, you can go. Okay, so I didn't watch a whole lot. Uh, I didn't even finish this movie, actually. But I watched a lot of Skyscraper. Oh, yeah. The Dwayne Johnson flick. He uh, he makes one of these movies every other week, it, uh, it actually turns out. This one's about him guarding a big building. And it's it's it's, it's uh, John McClane, Die yeah. Hard meets... It was Die Hard meets Jurassic Park, I kind of find out. Yeah. Because uh, it's all, he even says... I spared no expense. Yeah. And, and the like, guy, oh, you fucking idiot. It's you can't the Asian say that. guy actually from Batman, but he does kind of look like the uh, scientist from Jurassic Park. But uh, it's this breathtaking building. It's like 5,000 stories. Uh, it's going to be, it's Elysium connected to the earth. And it's not open entirely yet, but um, yeah. Well, he, well, it is like Jurassic Park. He Before he opens it up to the public, yeah, he, has he a hires lawyer, the insurance guy, security guy. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, God. So. It just came on HBO, so don't pay for this movie. Uh, it's a very good movie to put on and not pay attention to. Uh, think of any other movie he's in for the most part. These Fast and the Furious pieces of shit. It's just about noises and explosions. I ended up going to bed. I think there was only ten minutes left. Uh, so I don't know what happened, and frankly, I don't care. Does The Rock... Because, I mean, I've seen some before about him being like the world's highest paid actor right yeah, now or something he does like, like that. like 15 movies But I was going to say, does he even do movies, though, that are good? He has a couple. Uh, like, I'll click on this and just see what his highest rated movie uh, is. Like, Jumanji. Ballers? Is Jumanji. it Ballers? <laughs> well, that's a show, but yeah. I know, that's I, well, I know that, but I'm saying, uh, like, it seems like... The Fast and the Furious movies get better reviews than you'd think. Well, which, which is, is very first... disappointing. So was Skyscraper he in the first got couple? A... No. Skyscraper oh. got a 46. Jesus. Rampage of the same year got a 52. Jumanji got a 77. Yeah, I knew Jumanji was actually good. Baywatch of the same year got an 18. Jesus. Fate <laughs> of the Furious of no. the same year Negative four. got a 68. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm saying uh, better okay. than you think. So in all, keep in mind, those are all, all three of those movies are from 2017. Jeez. He, he turns uh, them out, but what's crazy, I think the rundown's probably still like my favorite. Rock oh, that's movie. a good I movie. I actually have Sean seen that William one. Scott, yeah. that's a great one. They eat that like poisonous uh, vegetable or fruit or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Wait, never mind. That's not what I'm thinking of. Christopher Walken like owns a t- town in South America and. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, uh, yeah, he makes 15 movies. Uh, it, it's kind of insane. And yeah, his highest-rated movie is Racing Dreams from 2010 at a perfect score. Sounds like a, a documentary. Doc. Yeah. Um, but he's in he's in a lot of crap. But he's in a lot of movies in the 70s. Um, the other guys, for instance, 78. I also like when he's always playing, like, a not a guy who doesn't go to the gym every day. It's hilarious. It's like, he's an insurance agent. Actually. Yeah, yeah. he definitely doesn't get up at you know. He works in marketing. Yeah. It's like, he definitely doesn't get up at 3.30 in the morning to do deadlifts and then run 16 miles and eat 15 tons of bacon a day. Uh, he's just your average kind of dad. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't even have a leg in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and he's able to jump from a crane into well, a building across yeah, the I was, street. I was telling some people that there's a scene where, you know, he has to, like, go on a rope and scale the building and swing. Yeah. And, you know, he's hanging by the leg that's starting to get slowly detached because it's not his leg. And I was like, that was what was written. That was just an idea someone had ten years ago. What if a guy was hanging by his you know, prosthetic leg and had to like get back up before that detaches. And the whole movie just got based around that one thought. Kind of like a dumb uh, movie where they come up with a title before the yeah, show. Yeah. I'm sure that sequence was thought up before any of the other movie. Like, okay, what scenario? Why would a guy be hanging from that? Oh, he's at a, in a burning building. Okay. Well, we got to now flesh this out more. Mm-hmm. Just... Uh, so yeah, like I said, I mean, it's definitely not impressive, but it's, it's not 
god awful. Yeah. Um, has Nev Campbell? Yeah. From which Scream is series. Random. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was about all I watched. So uh, Tony, let's uh, let's hear that that second movie of yours. So the show last of yours. the last thing obviously I watched was part one of that uh, Leaving Neverland, the Michael Jackson documentary, which I believe part two came out today or tonight, something yeah. tonight. And uh, I mean, I think everybody knew, like everybody you'd always hear when you think of Michael Jackson, everybody always would say like, oh yeah, like child molester, child whatever, like always the big things with him and Macaulay Culkin and stuff and yada yada. But uh, but now it's like yeah, the whole interview and like they said like there was people that did not want it to air, like people that were close yeah. with him or like family members, whatever. But I mean, it's something that does need to air. I mean, people need to know how this guy really was. Like, yes, he was a great entertainer. He was a beyond talented individual. But unfortunately, he had a very very dark demonic side, and that was the things he would do to these kids. And he'd make these still. It's still all hearsay. Say there's nothing you can do now. But oh, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, it's just crazy that it's like, you know, this kid, like these guys now are like in their thirties. Cause they were like, it was like early nineties, late eighties. And they were like seven to 10 at the time or whatever. Like most of these kids, but it was just like, I won't go into too much detail. Cause if you want to see it, you got it. You should just go watch it. Cause it is really disturbing, but it's like just some of the stuff he's saying was basically like how like they'd be in the bed together. And then like the touching would start and then it leads to like oral sex. And then like of oral sex of him of like the kid giving to Michael and then vice versa. And it was just like, it was just all weird stuff. And I mean, it's just, it's really disturbing. I mean, it's, it even says at the beginning when you watch it, like, you know, like it gives you like a whole thing, like saying like warning, like the material that you're going to hear is very graphic and in detail. So like, uh, you know, it's advised or whatever. And then it, even at the end, it like goes with like gives you like a telephone number to like call if like there are people, kid, like people you know that are going through stuff like this or kids, whatever. And it's just it's it's gnarly stuff. I mean, it's just crazy that to me, really, that he went did all that for all those years and was never like no one ever did say anything. But even if they would have, it's like it was gonna be what your word versus Michael's. I mean, it's like he was so powerful. Yeah, I think there were people who. Yeah, I'm sure I think there one were. of the problems is that there's a number of people who did hang out with him as kids who said. He was totally fine. Exactly, because these kids were so. too starstruck by him. Like, to them, they thought it was, this isn't that bad. Like, it's okay. Like, even that's kind of even what he says in the interview. He says, like, even when all that was going on, he's like, I didn't at the time. I it just, I didn't think it was that bad. Like, I thought it was just like, okay. Yep. So, it's like, I mean, he had this way about him. Like, it's, but it's just crazy that, like, an individual can be like that. Like, you're just, that's what you're going to do. So, I mean. Did they talk to any, like, the parents because yeah there were interviews with the parents i still don't understand that part of it like yeah would michael, if michael jackson invited your seven-year-old and i'll oh, come sleep over okay so like, that's the, the thing fuck? with the one with one of the kids it did get to the point where so the one kid's story who i learned uh i forget his name but he was like a popular he was like a dancing like he was a very talented kid also dancing like he's the one that had like michael jackson's hat and like all this stuff and uh what happened was the whole family was, or like, I don't know if the dad was there, but I know for sure the mom and the sister and the brother were there, whatever. And that's when like the sister and brother stayed in his room or whatever, but nothing happened that night. But then what happened was they were all supposed to go to the grand Canyon, but Michael stayed back and may had the little boy stay back and basically flew the mother and daughter out with whoever to go to the grand Canyon. And it's like, Oh, I'm going to work on some stuff with him. It's better if you guys go. And they're like, oh, okay. So, he ends up doing that, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, they end up staying longer and longer. And these guys, they were from Australia, this kid and the mother. So they were flown in from Australia. And Michael Jackson wanted them. It got to the point then where he then asked the mom, hey, can – I forget his name, but can he stay with me? I want him to stay with me for a year. Like, And this was already after, like, the sexual abuse had happened. He's like, I want him to stay with me for a year. And the mom looked at him and said, absolutely not. He's like, oh, come on, like, blah, blah, like, it's not like whatever. She's like, absolutely not. She's like, he's like, it'll really help his career. Like, and she said it went on for a couple hours, pretty much of the arg, like the back and forth with it. And I guess at one point he like looked at her and said, I, I always get what I want. And then she looked back at him and said, not this time. Wow. So it was like a whole, like, it was like the power he had, but then they finally agreed. He was kind of like, okay, well let me at least stay here for like four or five more days. So I think they agreed on that, but then it was like there was a brother back home with the dad, and they're getting to the point where they're like, okay, what the hell's going on? Like, they've been out there now for yeah. so long. Like, this is getting kind of weird that, you know, and whatever. But, uh, 
I mean, yeah, it was just like, it was the stuff like that, but yeah, to your point, I mean, there was going to be like, now everyone's going to have their conspiracies, of course, with like how with everything, but with this, it's going to be like, you will have people that are basically saying like, did the parents know? And were they basically given money to shut up or like this and that, you know, blah, blah. Cause there had to have been people close to Michael Jackson that knew what was going on. I mean, there's no way he was always alone, but it was just, he had a way to manipulate these kids too. Cause I think one of the, like a few nights before the first time he like sexually abused this one kid, he said the kid, the kid said he woke up in the middle of the night and Michael Jackson was like in the corner of the room, like crying and like sobbing. Oh, that'd be horrifying. I know. And he was just kind of like, what like, is it? And he's just like, Oh, like being like, he's like, I'm so like, I'm just always alone and I'm sad and you're leaving tomorrow and blah, blah, blah. And I think that was like, that was before. And then, yeah, I mean, it really is creepy when you think of it. Cause Michael Jackson was a very creepy person looking person and this is before this is in the early 90s so this is when he's still black like yeah. black like light black we still black but this was before he got to where he got now because then at that point it's just really well, horrifying what he looks like now is yeah know, like i don't rotten. know what like how long oh, Andy. <laughs> i don't know how long it went into like him doing this like i guess maybe we'll find that out well, i think i but i don't know if it ever stopped to be honest well uh, there were stories that came out in the 90s and i think it was just kind of the, that kind of shit stopped. Like no uh, one was going to let their exactly. kids hanging out with them anymore. Yeah. No, I think it did. That's right. Oh. It did get to that point. I think in the two thousands or something yeah. or when it was like, yeah, kids weren't allowed to be there anymore or something like that. But I mean, well, you had multiple court cases too, when he was still living. Yeah, no, you're right. Like holding a kid over the yeah, balcony. There's the thing time. With holding the baby. And yeah. Well then also like, yeah, he definitely yeah. did have uh like stuff going on, like cases and whatnot, but it was just like, he was just so powerful. But then here's my, like I, I'll go into my conspiracy a little bit now, like just at the very end here. So his cause of death, they say like the doctor gave him too much of something, right? Yeah. Like, isn't that what ultimately what killed him? I'm almost starting to wonder if maybe this doctor kind of knew stuff that was going on, or at least had, whether he'd seen things or heard that, like just maybe kind of knew being that close with him, because I imagine he was his doctor for a long time. I mean, I don't have the facts on that, yeah, but I, know, yeah. I mean, but regardless, I wonder if, whether he was his doctor for a long time or not, if he was aware of this stuff and in his own mind thought to himself, like, I'm going to finish him myself and he'll oh, never, man. no one will ever be able to figure out that I gave him uh, too much of what I should have. But then obviously I think that doctor went to did. jail. No, he did. Yeah. He was sentenced for like basically yeah. murdering him yeah. type thing, but I don't know. Yeah. It was it's, regardless. Sad. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy. I mean, it's just like, I just can't imagine it because, like, and it's also you really do have to watch it yourselves, like the listeners and you guys and stuff, because it's like just how they, he goes into the detail with some of the stuff that he said he did and then, like, how he describes. Th- I don't know. It's 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 disgusting, but it's also it's just crazy because it's like it ruins these. I mean, obviously, it ruins these people's lives and stuff, and it's yeah, it's crazy, you know, really that one. Like, you can't bounce back from that. I mean, you can't. I mean, I, I just don't think you can, at least. Yeah. Well, but, you see, dude. Was this a cycle? I mean, every everyone suspects that he was abused by his father. And that so we actually I actually so. had a discussion about this when I was explaining this to a couple friends earlier. Is that's where it all does come from? Is they it's like with these people because I even said I'm like in Hollywood and the music like with all this stuff with all the sexual abuse it's always grown men to little boys it seems like like that's majority of the time and but we did talk about I did say how like I know the father was very abusive towards them and whatnot and then you know you don't like we said like they don't you don't have a childhood and like it's some weird thing i guess a friend of ours was saying he was he had looked into this stuff before and it's like they see sometimes little kids as themselves and i don't know what the whole science like psychological thing of it is that turns them on to it but i he michael jackson would say that about this one kid is that he did say when i look at him i feel like i'm looking in the mirror and stuff like that and it's just no no it's it's gnarly but it is like at times like I was even watching it last night and I'm almost kind of like, oh, my God, like this is almost it's tough for me to watch almost like when I'm hearing this guy grown man describing like the stuff that happened to him when he was a seven year old, like literally a seven year old. That's first yeah. grader. You know what I mean? Kindergartner. So it's but uh, but yeah, that's uh, pretty much all I've been watching. But I think part two, I mean, I'll maybe I'll watch it tonight or later this week or whatever. But yeah. That's pretty much it for me. Yeah, I uh, I only started maybe four minutes of that today. I'll have to catch up when. Yeah, I it's just tough because they are like two hours each, mm-hmm. so it's you're basically watching a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you are watching a movie. I mean, those are longer even than like most movies. 
Well, dang. All right. Well, this whole uh, portion of the podcast has been brought to you by Simple Doggy. Simple Dog. It's the uh, leash that's quicker and easier, and it works with your dog's current harness or collar for a limited time. Listeners of the podcast, that's you guys, get 25% off and free shipping when you use promo code. Tony. <laughs> it's only one Y. So yeah. <laughs> Tony, spell that out for me. T-O-N-Y, not Great. T-O-N-Y-Y-Y-Y yeah. like Andy Jeez just did it. bro. Uh, so head over to simpledoggy.com and use promo code Tony for 25% off and free shipping. It's the dog leash you guys have been waiting for. But uh, you've been listening to episode 103. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share with a friend. Check out our sports pod. And uh, we will have an entertainment uh, not entertainment pod, but we will have a uh, happy hour podcast coming out later this week that you guys are going to love. But uh, closing things out, I'm Sean. Joined with me, we have uh, Sleeping Off-Road Andy. It's late, so. Not really. Goodbye. But And uh, Tony Katz. Yes. And we'll see you later.